Hey, everybody. My name is Justin Murphy, and this is my podcast. It's called Other Life because it's where I talk about all the things I don't get to talk about in normal life. So if you're into it, you should definitely subscribe. And if you'd like to talk to other people interested in what I'm interested in, or ask me questions or request future topics or guests, please just follow the link in the show notes. Finally, I just want to give a huge thanks to all the donors and patrons. I could not keep this podcast running without financial backers, so I'm very grateful. And I would just say that if you enjoy this podcast or my blog or my videos, please do consider signing up to give a little bit of money each month. It would really help me grow out this project, and it would mean a lot to me. So thanks a lot. Now on to the podcast. Over and out. All right, we are here in Los Angeles, chilling after a long day and night. It's late, and I'm with Barrett, Alex, and Juan Young. Uh, Juan Young just arrived here from Ohio, and uh, we just decided to do a random podcast. So, yeah, how's everyone feeling tonight? Well, I'm sorry. I'll turn it off. It's cool. We got. We got Alex on the hype machine, taking some Instagram stories while while we're starting this baby up. Uh, so, I can tag you though. Hold on. Yeah, please do. Uh, we're also playing with 3D printed guns at the moment. But not Cody Wilson. <laughs> there, it, there are no bullets in it. Yeah. At least not yet. The night is young though. <laughs> so, just clarify that it's not a liberator. Say it's not a liberator. It's, it's not, not a liberator. liberator. What <laughs> nice. What is a liberator? It's Cody's one shot 3D printed. So it basically um, ceases to. Like it, it basically you can't use it again after you shoot it once. It's a single. Basically, it, it shoots a single single bullet. So it's just yeah. That's as he describes it. Single shot pistol. Yeah, you know. Radical. You didn't even watch. I have seen it. Talking to your mic, dude. What did you think about it? I liked it. It was awesome. Alex, talking to your mic. It's so disrespectful. I pirated it. Okay, that's amazing. Barry cares more about the tagging. No, I'm trying to talk to you. I'm hearing you, and you're right about everything you're saying. Yeah. Alex is the hype machine. She's she's on it. So Juan, Juan Young, you just got in a couple hours ago. Yes, I did. You came here just for the based weekend event, yes. series of events, really. Uh, and I was just asking you before we started recording, uh, you are originally, you were born and raised in South Korea, or you were born in South Korea, but yes. then you moved when you were two years old to America. Yeah, I did. And lived in Indiana. Is that right? Yes, that is true. Yes. And then when I was six years old, my family moved across the United States to San Jose. And then uh, we stayed in places around the Bay Area while my dad was some kind of postdoctoral researcher at Stanford. And then nice. we uh, moved back to Indiana like three years later. Awesome. So I have to ask you, I mean, you and I have interacted a bit on the Internet uh, in fact, you uh, have one of the blurbs on the back of Base Deleuze. Thank you very much for that, for uh-huh. your kind words, by the way, about the book. Um, but you, I don't know too much about you. So I'm curious, like, <laughs> how did you get involved in these crazy, like, weird theory internet circles? Um, so I guess I was interested in leftism and different interpretations of Marxism and post-Marxism. And I guess... I was just following people that seemed interesting and your username popped up. So I guess I followed you. And then how I long got, ago was that? I'm not sure. I think it was maybe in 2018. Okay. And then I just kept following and then I got sucked into Facebook. I signed up for your email list and, <laughs> and 
far out. And now here you are. I've lured you out to Los Angeles. <laughs> uh, she's getting something out of this too. This is this is a good moment to be in. Yeah, of course it is. I'm just fucking around. I'm just trying to understand. I'm just trying to understand the backstory. Just trying to understand the backstory. Interesting. So I want to know, because uh, we've been hanging out this week. So we've all got, I mean, I only met Barrett in person this week. I only met Alex in person this week. I've only known them through the internet also. So I'm meeting many people for the first time IRL that I know on the internet. Um, so yeah, you're Alex not- and I know know each other IRL. But how yes. is it how is it shaping up? Is it, um, have we met, exceeded your expectations? Yeah, everyone has. It's fucking awesome, dude. This is so <laughs> fucking awesome, dude. 2020 is the fucking best year ever. There are so yeah. many fucking crazy people on the internet and they're fucking fed up with all the bullshit in their institutional life and they're not taking it anymore. Yeah. And they're just going on the internet and like giving up their friends and family to meet cool people on the internet and fucking flying across the country to hang out with cool people on the internet. Like it's yeah. fucking kicking off, man. I seriously, I really do think people are so fed up with like the bullshit around them and their institutional lives and they're going through to, to greater and greater measures to just have fucking real... I don't know, just like real shit, real experiences, real relationships. And uh, yeah, I think it's fucking like people like us are just at the forefront of it because we're willing to like I fucking quit my fucking job in England. I quit a career that I was working on for 10 fucking years. I gave my life and my whole heart and soul to being a professor for more than 10 years. I, I gave my entire life to being that. And they told me I couldn't use the word retard on Twitter. So I quit <laughs> and I and I moved to Albuquerque instead. Uh, because the because essentially because of the internet because of people like you all and I mean that seriously obviously like um, because there's a large number of people like you all there's enough people out there now on the internet who are like just so thirsty or hungry for just real shit that people more and more can take can take their wagers on that and just figure it out and that's just a fucking beautiful thing and like with I mean I don't know people like Juan Young flying from Ohio. <laughs> To, to LA just to meet people like us and hang out with people like us and me like quitting my job just to be free on the internet. Like more, you're seeing more and more people go all in on kind of the radical freedom uh, that is, that is made possible by new types of internet connections. And that's going to be 2020, but times 10. What do you think? Murph unchained. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, yeah. That that all seems cool. Like, we've got this. Yeah, I think but, so. I, but, no, I mean, you know, I, I, I think, no I, think I, thought, I thought there was a but I think coming. it's our time. No I, I really do no, think I'm that this you, is man. like a in, a really interesting time in in place in the way people are actually like forging connections because everything because information just becomes so like fragmentary and atomized and the sort of like niche is overtaken like the particulars have almost like replaced the universal in this way that like you can you can look at it two ways you can look at it in this way of like oh you know this actually sucks because we don't have sort of like a base foundational culture anymore but it's like but wait, no, actually I can meet somebody from a completely different part of the fucking that's world who has some what? No, that's true. I thought I like some that. fucking I like that. complete strange perverse interest. It's just that, a mutation though. What? 
It's your, a, your it, version of culture. It's not like it's, it's yeah. It's, uh, well, that's it, what it's I, not the Big Bang. It's no, like, I know you're still recycling the matter. Of Obviously, the culture that yeah. Before. I like of what, course. I like what you're saying, but, though. But but that's but 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 that's everything. Like this whole idea that like we can create any sort of alien culture, alien language, alien logic. It all stems from a place of like picking up the fragments of what has been destroyed and actually existed in the world that we live in. You know, like I completely that's, agree. Well, it's good that's now because thing. our lives have just become like a collage of information, right? Like before information wasn't accessible. But like, that's it just out. your opinion, so now, man. <laughs> no, no, for real. It's just the way you're I'm, looking at I wanna it. I want to get back here. <laughs> and I want to ask you more questions about your life <laughs> moving here in two in the United States. Did you feel like as as a Korean or Korean American, did you feel like more like a Korean the whole time or did you feel like an American? So up till I think when I was like six years old, I felt very much like a Korean. I mean, I gradually developed an American accent when I was when I since I went to like preschool and kindergarten with all these uh, American kids. But then um, I think in California, for some reason, I was around all these other Korean American kids and I gradually became more American because there's some sort of solidified identity uh, and people were in this kind of, this is a cliche, but a melting pot. So um I think I gradually became American and now I rarely like I rarely partake in East Asian culture. I don't want to say I lost it. I still speak the language, but um I would say I do not cook very much <laughs> Korean food at home. But well, can you do like a good like kimchi or something? No, yeah, I can. Yeah, I, I'm sure. <laughs> Which is I couldn't. So you've got, you know. Uh, I want to know. I want to know more about uh, your book, uh, Wan Young. Yeah. So tell us what is cosmophenomenology. All right. So okay. So phenomenology is obviously uh, what Husserl came up with. Um, yeah. Just looking at lived experience um, and the given from the standpoint of the I as an ego, which is not Freud's ego, and then. Um, there's this guy named Nud Eller uh, Lostrup. He's from Denmark, and he's saying that um, we should look at uh, human experiences as a whole from nature's standpoint. And then I was looking at that perspective from quantum physics, where obviously if you have someone looking at these particles, they change into change from wave to a particle. So um, I was, I was um, just drawing in these perspectives from theoretical physics and quantum physics into phenomenology. That's lit. Yeah. <laughs> that's fire. That's, that's, yeah. that's fire. Are, are you, what, are you familiar with like Edith Stein? Because when you said like a cosmic phenomenology, I, I think of her as this kind of person who like, you know, she converted into Catholicism and actually joined like the convent and went through this whole process, even though she was a she was a student of uh, Maurice Merleau-Ponty. And 
to me, it actually sounds like that and that you have this like epoche that is imminent that we can't see. And then like all systems of our phenomenological understanding exist outside of that. And like, that's like the God realm or something like that. That's kind of, but you're actually more like hard science than that. Like, but, but I actually, she's probably my favorite phenomenologist. So I just, you know, that I thought that was pretty interesting. And actually, the book is not all hard science. Okay. It it goes into these really um, strange testimonies of people who say that they died, they were clinically dead, but they saw heaven. They had these mental experiences. And that begs the question, what is consciousness? And if some people are having these experiences, what is... To your Instagram. What is death, actually? Sorry, the hype beast is distracting me. She wants wants Ben's uh, Instagram handle. Sorry. Um, Actually, you guys, now I feel like a total piece of shit. No, that's that's actually a really interesting concept. But there's a lot of the... What do you think of... Barrett's got it. Barrett's got what, it. What do you think of, like, people... Because you're talking about the given, you know, like, Wilfred Sellers had that, his whole famous thing of, like, the myth of the given, and there's yeah. a sort of uh, functional, like, rational, like, neo-rationalism school that's basically, like, cognition, there's nothing essential to cognition. It's like the mind is as the mind does. It's basically, like, mm-hmm. your your cognition exists only as it functions. You don't actually need a body... Or like a, yeah. a like a physical host. I disagree with that because I'm a, I'm a little bit of a vitalist, so I okay yeah. So I don't I don't really agree with that take. What do you I'm, think? Of that? I'm listening now. By the way, okay. Um, I think there is a there is an embodied consciousness, but then beautiful. But then there is some kind of primordial state that the consciousness survives as like. It has quantum information. Yeah. So I do think that somehow it allows for consciousness to be absolute and survive death in some form. Oh, totally. I agree with that. So are so are you sort of with this idea that you can like throw away the concept of being, the concept of the human? And that it, do, um, do you think being is something that's just uh, historically and, and socially mediated, or do you think being is something that there's no there's no absolute to what it is to to be? Um, actually, I actually do think that there is a social mediation. Yeah, but um, I think the type of being that when we die we cannot call it being. It's, yeah, it's just, very cool. It's it's this kind of maybe panpsychist uh conception yeah where we are everything at once or we are god uh, we are objective reality perceiving itself subjectively hell yeah hell yeah turning to the source i'm into that yeah Yeah, it's monism some Mm. people call it the panpsychism and then then there's the monism you know uh yeah, that's cool. No, I like that. Where I'll did you Where up. did you can do I, your No, no. Can I good. Can I tell you guys a secret? Sure. sure. I've never told anybody this in my whole life. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. Of course. And I don't know if it, how it totally ties into this. And by the way, I'm not an intellectual. By yes, you are in your no, own I way. Read, I, I I'm not. I don't read books. Dude, filmmakers are legit intellectuals. No, yeah, for sure. I'm, no, no, no. Come on, that's dude. Not, but anyway, cough up your cough up your secret. I don't fucking read. 
I have vague idea. I have a literature degree. I have vague ideas from 2005 that I don't remember because I was high the whole time. But <laughs> I had this thought when I was five years old. Okay, this is okay. It's great. Now, when I was five, like when I first was like, okay, death is a thing. It's going to happen to me. Like this shit's coming at me. I remember being a kid and laying in bed and thinking and asking my mom, like, so you're going to die and dad's going to die. And like she's laying in bed with me. She's like, yep. And you're going to die too, honey. We're all going to be dead. Like, basically, I mean, that's not how it went down, but that's how it impacted me at the time. And I was like, she left the room, and I was like, fuck. I was looking up. I was thinking, but if time is infinite, and if the universe is infinite, aren't we just inevitably becoming into being and living our lifetime over and over and over again and in different spaces and at different times? Because all of it is... A infinite fucking span of. If you believe in time. reincarnation, in no, but it's not reincarnation. It's inevitability of science. So if like we're living in the blink of an eye in terms yeah. of like the Big Bang, like, and if everything had to come together in this moment just for us all to be here right now, out of chaos. Oh yeah, it's that. So then it's and if time, if if we can only wrap our minds around time in the sense of like our own lifespans, aren't we just sort of? Maybe it's not us again, mm-hmm. but like. Inevitably, we're occurring throughout time again and again. I mean, sorry, not to get well, all like. It depends like, if, if you believe in the linearity stupid, of time. That's, that's but, some version but of no, kid, it's great. eternal return. But that's yeah. how I co- that was my cope as a kid. I was like, yeah, but time's infinite, so we're just going to do this again later. <laughs> that's what I remember thinking. That's a good cope. Yeah, yeah. As a kid, yeah. When I, when I was a kid, well, well, when I was a kid, I believed in reincarnation because of all the, it's not reincarnation though. It's the exact same thing again and again. Yeah, it is. This is Nietzsche's eternal recurrence. Yeah, it is. I mean, maybe karma comes from that, but it's not like I'm an, I'm Joan of Arc. It's not like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like I'm Alex Moyer again and again. Again. Yeah, yeah. That's the eternal return. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I smoked some pot before this. All right. (laughs) Yeah, well, when I when I was a kid, I used to my oh those are my my vision of of death. I I believe very strongly in reincarnation because my great grandmother, uh, she was a very very superstitious uh, Athabascan Koyukon Native American woman, and she absolutely believed in reincarnation when she died she was ushered into the afterlife by a shaman who uh gave a sort of like a death send-off and she weighed she smoked three packs of cigarettes <laughs> every day until the day she died she died at 91 years old grandma sitsu nice who knit those That's things everyone back in the day though yeah, yeah yeah i mean she could just live forever but she took she she unplugged herself off of off of life support and she went out and she would always say stuff like that's Suklani, which means like superstitious. And she always talked about like reincarnation and saying that like, you know, you're the whitest kid out of every Indian, out of all your cousins. You're the only one who looks like really, really fucking white. But because you sw- swim in glacier water, you're going to be reincarnated as a salmon. Whoa. And when you swim upstream and you spawn and you die, then you're going to like be synthesized into the earth, and then you're going to reincarnate yourself as like a fucking bald eagle. <laughs> That's well, lit. And, and, and so okay. she would so tell lit. me all this shit, and I, I witnessed her That's fucking so die. And so I have this whole idea of like in my head as a little fucking kid, like oh, I'm like this. This is what I'm going to, this is my sort of like trajectory because my grandma who 
was like, she, my great grandmother said this was going to be the case. So I had this thing in my head, like, oh, this is what's going to happen. And then I would even envision that I would be like reincarnated as some like artifact, like some, some like pot or something like that, or some like piece of clay, mm. it, it, just like weird shit, you know, oh. as a kid that my, I would just listen to my grandma and that's what she would tell me. And that's she, awesome. Well, like, for, well, no, for, no for wonder. context, Barrett looks like Beck, but taller. <laughs> but yeah. he's but he but he's partially an indigenous person. Yeah, of, of like, Alaska. Means you I, cannot so criticize for the rest me of this podcast at all. We'll ref, we'll we'll refer to him as Pocahontas. <laughs> dude, okay, you're, Pocahontas. Dude, next. Dude, of course your grandma was smoking three packs a day. She's like, I'm coming back in this bitch no matter what. Yeah, so yeah, right. I'll, <laughs> I'll smoke as much as I want. I'm coming back as a motherfucking salmon. I, no one's gonna yeah, stop yeah, me yeah, from yeah. smoking cigarettes. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, uh, Wan Young, you were very intrigued by Alex's uh, jewel. Is that right? You were commenting on it. Oh, Wan Young doesn't. I've never seen one of those before. Um, that's like the sleek, like, sexy kind. So I heard they can be confused with USB sticks, but they can't be confused with being healthy because <laughs> yeah. it's definitely worse than cigarettes, like in every single way. Okay, it's definitely um, the devil's instrument, the jewel. One, one young. Where did you do your PhD? I'm curious. Um, it was actually the European Graduate School. Oh, cool. Oh, okay. Um, oh, okay. Interesting. Did you have a good experience there? What, what was your? Was it cool or what? Um, I I thought it was definitely cool. Um, I'm I love meeting people there who were like also somewhat artists and maybe a little bohemian. Right. But um, you ready to party, one young? Huh? You ready to party? Yeah, I am. <laughs> <laughs> Why? What do you have in mind, Alex? What kind of party favors are we I pulling just, out? I just heard her. I just she said she wanted me some Bohemians. I just asked oh. her if she wanted a party. I mean, I not. I don't have any no, follow like, up to that. I just. Oh, okay. I thought little, you were going to pull out some party favors. I was just channeling a little okay. Matthew McConaughey moment. That's all I was doing. I was just curious. Okay, cool. So you had a good experience at the European Graduate School. I never actually knew any. I remember like when I first started getting into continental philosophy and stuff like that. I used to be really interested in the European graduate school. I like l thought about going there or like looking into it or whatever. It never really worked out. Like it just never would have been practical for where I was in my life, but I looked into it and it seemed cool, but I never actually knew anyone who went there. Uh, I didn't know that they gave PhDs. That's cool. Yes, they do. And they used to do these things called ABDs, which are all my dissertation. Uh -huh. And I know someone who got that and they're like, Oh, I have a PhD. And they went and got a second PhD. But then they didn't offer those anymore when I was there, so I just decided to write a dissertation. And so, who did you study with there? Anyone I would um, know, like Manuel Delanda or who? Or, so I took a seminar with Catherine Malibu, uh -huh. and then she's fantastic. She's cool. Yeah. Cool name. It is cool. Yeah, you're right. It is a cool name. You're right. Well, it sounds like Malibu, like California. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. It's not. Yeah. So. Well, I have a question. Yeah, like and I, my questions are always like as. In what I do, I'm I'm like a I'm like a I'm like a culture. I feel like I'm like a, a cultural studyist, whether it's subculture, main culture, technical difficulties. Um, do you do you feel like your as a Korean as like as a Korean? Do you feel like your family like push you harder to study? Is that a weird question? Um, no, tell true. me if it's weird. That's true. Because I have a lot of Korean friends and, and they're all question. prodigies and they're all like amazing and they're way better at what they do than anyone else that I know that does what they do. So education is like a huge value in like those 
yeah. Eastern societies. <laughs> yeah, so I would say yes. And my dad was, I guess, he got his PhD in two and a half years. And I guess that would have been much more difficult because it was like biological research science. But I, I just did mine in two and a half years because I was writing something. Did you know that you always wanted to follow like this complex level of academia or was it something like, like what if, you know, what if you came from a Hispanic family or like a white family? Do do you think you would be doing this or do you think that like, I mean, it doesn't even matter in the end because we have no control. So who gives a shit? But like, how, like, do you think you, how would it be different even? And how cool, how much is it like a cultural thing? Um, <clears throat> am I being weird? Is no, that weird? No. Okay. I think I think if I was white, I would probably have studied something like sociology. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, 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 for sure. So I don't know. I studied philosophy but you, because you I want to be an academic. I, I, I guess so. Soul. Yeah, and it's in your soul. Yes, it is my soul, and. I just didn't know if I wanted to deal with uh, all the bullshit in academia. So that's why I'm getting a law degree right now. That's the right. coolest thing in the world. <laughs> right, I got so, yeah. lawyers today and I went and met with my lawyers. And I don't, I've never even, sorry, sidetrack. Oh, I've cool. never even thought about lawyers before. Never even thought about it. I've been like a fucking teenager like my whole life. And then today <laughs> I went and met with my like law team. And it was like these two, like dude, we met in like Brownwood. And like they both looked like Beto O'Rourke. <laughs> and like had blazers on and like fucking if it was like 10 years ago they would have a bluetooth but like they wouldn't now and they're too cool now but i was like i left there thinking lawyers are fucking cool man like lawyers are cool <laughs> knowing the law is like the ultimate power yeah it's very powerful it's for everything sure. it's like you can do anything if you fucking know the law so Wan young so you study with Catherine malibu you get your phd you write uh, my a cool advisor was wolfgang schermacher okay um he and he did phenomenology but he studied heidegger right on and um never heard of him just kidding he's like the president <laughs> he was like Not the kidding. president of egs he helped found the school and uh-huh. um Right on. So you had a good experience and you wrote a book, uh, but then you just decided that the whole kind of theory route is not for you anymore. Or, I, I do like theory. So you're still into it, but you've decided to take a different career track. Yes, that's true. Interesting. So what's the game plan with going to law school? Do you want to be a lawyer or what? Or what? Yes, I, I like civil litigation. Yeah. Get it. Um, <laughs> Get it, bitch. I don't really know exactly what area, <laughs> but I like labor and employment law like workers rights okay and cool. dude you're gonna f- you're gonna fuck with all the right people like i mean like <laughs> you're gonna f- you're gonna you're gonna fucking do you think down. that do you think that you're gonna try to carry on some research and philosophical yes. inquiry alongside your lawyerly life Yes, I think I will keep writing. That's epic. That's a really, yeah. really uncommon crossover. Like, not there are not many people who are practicing law and appear, even periodically doing kind of uh, theory or philosophy books. So that's cool. Oh, thank you. That's awesome. Yeah. And you're only 26, right? Yes. I yeah, am. you've wow. accomplished so much already. It's badass. Yeah. So with the book that you wrote, that was with, um, the, who was, that was with Atrium, did you say is the name of the um, publisher? Uh, Atropos. Oh, Atropos. I'm sorry. Yeah. And Atropos, was it a good experience? Are they cool? What, what are they, what's their, what's their story or what was the process like? Um, so they, 
I was working with um, somebody who is, um, I don't know what the position was, um, but she was just head of some some kind of administrative position maybe. Uh-huh. And um, I sent her my manuscript and then she, um, she had me check over for errors. So it wasn't like someone was editing it. I had to do the editing myself and then okay um, how did you find out about this press and like um egs told me about it okay um, so, the, so egs recommended it to you yes but then i guess the process was not great it sounds like if you um, had to do your own editing it was it was just like um <laughs> mainly self self-publishing but through their i mean this is media. what i've heard about like zero books too yeah. um yeah i mean so okay so go on um was it good experience though or you were it was it was it was fine um it was is efficient and um i don't have like negative things to say about them yeah yeah Yeah. i was just curious um Mm -hmm. cool cool uh so barrett went to the new center do you know the new center for research and practice you know about them yeah barrett was a student there for a bit right And, and barrett has some interesting kind of uh, experiences with it. Yeah, I do. I mean, it's kind of similar to EGS. Yes, yeah, I yeah, actually, yeah. I know yeah. very much about them because right. I was part of them too. Oh, do you did stuff with New Center also? Um, for like a few months as a student. Yeah, I took classes with Nick Land. Oh, <laughs> you took so did you take did the you? Query keyboard class yeah. with him? Oh, okay. Was that the that only one you took? Me. Or yeah. yeah. Okay. And, um, was that like when he got canceled or? He like, he got canceled, but I, I think a lot of it just had to do with like I heard uh, some sort of like sporadic attendance on his part and like canceling a lot of oh, really? a, a courses. Did you finish out the course, the QWERTY course with yes, Nick? Yes, I okay. did. Was it good? Um, it was it was all right. It was cogent. Um, we didn't. I there's no cogent. like write up or requirement for it. So you didn't I have just, any assignments. No. Okay. Like yeah, <laughs> and what? Well, okay, yeah. yeah, interesting. And he taught one with Peter Wolfendale before. Oh that yeah, yeah. On on like different political or geopolitics of some sort. Yeah, yeah. And I did write something with with that, and I published an article, <laughs> but and I sent it to them, but they never got back to me. You sent it to who? <laughs> to Nick and to Peter Wolfendale for for Urbanomic. Because Peter like, Wolfendale, this was an assignment for the class, or yeah, it was an assignment. And you submitted your assignment, and they never sent anything back to you. Yeah, <laughs> that's, so, okay, that's funny. So, what do you do for fun? Um, I sing and I play guitar. Oh, okay. oh wow. wow, nice! I'm a musician too. Do you nice. perform? Yeah. Huh? Do you perform, or is it just like a personal? I thing? used to. I used to perform in church, and then. Fuck yeah. I I used to also do this kind of indie stuff on my Me own. Me too. Oh wow. Me cool. too. Cool. Are you still doing it, or is you too busy now? Too busy. By the way, I wasn't planning for this to be like an intense interview of you at yeah, twelve, yeah, yeah. At 12 midnight. No, at she's like, fine. Yeah, no, no, you're we're oh, all you're great. We're all having fun. I'm, no, no, I'm just letting you know. I'm, I'm, if this well, is getting too intense, it is like the middle of the night, and I pulled you literally out of bed to come sh- hang out with us. And, well, it's an odd uh, situation, and we're yeah. we're having fun. I just want her to know she's not on the hot seat. I don't have <laughs> yeah. expect, I don't have I don't have performance. But I have questions about performance her. expectations. 
Because well, okay. when people kind of fall out of the sky into situations like these, I'm kind of fascinated well, are you by that. Fun? Is this okay? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Not, not no, really she's got it. Pressure on you. Okay. She's yeah. got. She's a genius. She yeah, can handle so, anything. Yeah. So music, it's it's always weird when you go from like music into this kind of like. It's not uh, weird at all. It's perfect. Yeah, but but going from like the Don't music, but going from from music to the sort of like weird nether regions of like the theory world. Like, it's so fucking bizarre because other musicians, they have no idea what you're talking about. All right, all. I have, I have, sorry, I'm not cutting you off. I have a fucking really weird idea. Okay, what is it? I'm willing to bet that she's really good at guitar. Okay. okay. And I think we should put a guitar in her <laughs> oh my hands. God. Oh, come on, dude. And I think we should hear what she can Only use. if she wants to, no pressure. I have a feeling that she might be really good at guitar. How good are you, Wanyo? Are you good? Um, I've only played acoustic but I've always wanted to. I bet she's I think a I beast. Could do electric if I practiced, but I I just how good how watch, good watch. are you on a scale one to do you play solos and shit or you just play chords? Um, just play chords. Yeah, just played chords. All right, well, I'm fuck with you then. But <laughs> <laughs> you could be good. I'm just saying, like, you never know. She could I be play like a solos. shredder. And how good would it be if she talked about all the shit and then she just fucking like shredded one? I can out. shred. If she got the lead out right now, how yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. crazy would that be? I don't know anything about litigation. You know, Barrett, <laughs> Barrett's the finest guitar player that I might know. I want right to hear now. more gossip about New Center and Nick Land. And oh, what he yeah. Was yeah. Like okay, let's I, I have some. I, I've, I've got some. I mean, new, the thing is, like, I, I love Mo. I, I, I really like Muhammad. I think he's a great guy. Um, I have some issues with, you know, Jaden Michaels because, first off, yeah. he's a total SJW and not that smart. <laughs> and 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 honestly has just like sort of sort of just like rigidly bad ideas it's like like whenever i think i have an idea and i've i've plotted it out in my head and i think oh this makes sense i read a facebook post by him and it's just like the complete antithesis of like anything that i think is like cogent or makes any kind of sense whatsoever mm. and i mean it, you know it's just so there's that element, there's like a push pull where you have like half the people and they're going with like one side and then there's the other half and they're going with this other side of just kind of like willy nilly, like bad, you know, it's like the whole like Alex Williams, like, uh, what's, what's his name? And I thought platform capitalism was a decent book, but it's like the semi-automated luxury communism people who just, you know, I think it's hard because like academia kind of can impede your like immediate sensibilities to like actually see what's going on in the world. And so if you're going to do something that's like para academic, so you want to be smart, but you also want to have good ideas that actually translate in um, into some like material place. They call it in the fashion world. They call it uh, Pret-a-Porter ready to wear. Yeah, right. <laughs> that's exactly it. Nice. So, so I I don't think a lot of that stuff. So so I think I kind of take issue with that side of things, and it has nothing to do with like any kind of like discourse about like you know identity in essentially or anything like that. Like I, I'm open to all different kinds of yeah 
discussions and surrounding those things. It's just the way in which it's presented is like really myopic and actually doesn't sort of like exit the canon of what's available that you can actually get a degree from. Right. But then, but so there's, there's a lot of infighting, I think. And there's a lot of people like me who are having trouble with the kind of those people. So I, I would always get in trouble because I would go on some rant on Facebook and they would say, well, then somebody from the school would say, well, you can't say that because it oh, reflects really? badly on you us. Would get, yeah. Oh, really? You would get in trouble for, at New Center yeah, for news, writing on Facebook? For yeah, write, yeah, yeah. Okay. But, but not from like my, not from the people who I would like, you know, Reza, no, would, from, never, Reza were, would never do that. For you were example. getting it from people who were hating on you because they weren't doing it because the truth of the matter is like, not to be like the retard in this group right now, <laughs> but like I'm not, I'm not an intellectual and I'm not a philosophy bro and I'm not a quantum physicist and I'm not a fucking, <laughs> like I'm just like a, a drunk person in the night. But what I can say to you is, um, I well, think don't that have any anybody balls. who had any kind of able to cons- like, cause I can't imagine you making okay. like really basic posts like, which begs the question, where do, like, just common people who have maybe an okay IQ, but who aren't that well-read, like, how do you, how does it feel to work people into this scenario? Because I feel like this conversation feels very lofty to me, and I get that it's just for intellectuals. My question is, what, if any, desire do you guys have in actually, uh, you know, synthesizing this in a way that's... uh consumable by like everyday people. Yeah, let me take this one. Let me take this one. You got it. You got it, Murph. One of my whole talking points is that true intellectuals should be able to speak in their own tongue to anyone and be able to pretty much communicate everything that they want to communicate, that they would communicate to an academic audience. They should be able to communicate also to pretty much anyone who's willing to listen. I agree. What's what's really... very much... What's really what's what what academics like to have you think is that all of their big words and their complicated, obscure sentences have to be like that because they're so smart and they know things that you don't know. And it would just be impossible for them to actually make their ideas at all um, consumable or, or interpretable or legible to normal people. But that's actually not that's actually not the case. Academics use crazy ass words that make no sense. And stupid sentence structures that make no sense because they don't want normal people to be able to understand it. Yeah. They, well, and right. it's often because they actually don't have anything to say. Yeah. Well, it's, it's often – Well, yeah, no, really it's a coping mechanism politics. for being outdated. That's what it really is. It's like yes. for me as a video yeah. editor, like if you, you can't work on a TV show, okay, this is like the nerdiest, most boring, everyday person, listener thing ever. But if you're, if you're a film editor, everyone works in Avid, right? If you work in Premiere, you're a joke. Not because Premiere is not a good program, but because the old guys know how to use Avid and it's harder to use and they want to make sure that everyone has to know how to use avid because it's a gatekeeping strategy yeah right well there's definitely a, 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 some gatekeeping and i'm i'm sorry that that was the analogy i came up with no that's a good analogy. no no but like you're you're this is actually a really good because example they feel insecure because the truth of the matter is anyone can be an editor and everyone's doing it on their instagram story every day of the fucking week well anybody can and be a philosopher ben is doing it across the room right now and like, any, I've met incredibly anyone can be a philosopher. Dumb people. So you the, have to create these the, barriers the in order to preserve world, your own you know? 
fucking sense. And I, I, but, but it's like, I just look at it this, is like, I look at their sort of like base level sensibilities when they post something about like their political opinion. And if, if, if it, it just lacks some sort of like intuition about what's actually going on, like on a just basic, like fundamental level, like this is like easy shit to see. You hear somebody say one thing and you pick it up and you put it together with everything else that they're saying or doing and you see how it adds up and you see how much of this bullshit am I still following? I and that's basically and that's basically how I I gauge it, you know? It's like I just Don't be distracted, gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what I mean, so so yes. so when people are at their sort of like most basic level, I even look at things like how much do they think they know about music and what are their opinions on it? And you could be a, somebody who's like, like me with like movies or something. Like I'm a total neophyte. I don't know shit about it. I don't like, no, I, you know I, a lot. I watch fucking you know basketball. A lot. You know more than boxing. me and I'm a filmmaker. You know like, more about films not, than me. Not really. I think, You're doing I think, an Abel Ferrara event at Zebulon this week. Don't okay. fucking play with I think Juan Young like, is on the seat literally on the edge of her seat. If it was my night at Zebulon, I would to, show Turner and Hooch, okay? That's pretty cool, As a though. filmmaker, I'd be like, yo, Turner uh, and Hooch, live tonight, K9, double feature, Jim Belushi, any which way but loose, or the real yeah, but I like but I like Abel Ferrara because it's like gritty and urban, and there's lots. Yeah, but of a normal person doesn't know who the fuck Abel Ferrara is. But it doesn't matter because everyone knows who Christopher Walken is, and everyone likes Kings in yeah, New no, York and Bad Lieutenant. Yeah, no, but don't say you don't know anything about film. That's bullshit. Come on, what do you what What are your favorite movies? We all like gangster shit. No, I think you wanted to get. Kwan Young, what are your favorite movies? Um. Okay, the Matrix. Nice. Obviously, nice. obviously. How fucking weird are the Wachowskis? So good, right? Yeah, they're I women guess, now. I guess they're doing. They're like Wendy Carlos time. from A Clockwork Orange, except t- two of them. <laughs> and yeah, they're and they're trans now. Oh, right? so the Matrix and the Matrix holds up very well. I'm sorry, am I taking the intellectual podcast and making it no, chap? No, no. This is this is. Let me make it chap. Yeah. That's what I wanted to say before is no, that no, because she talks about this shit all day long. Why don't we ask her about things that she actually enjoys that yeah. aren't just work? Come on, I'm, you came here from fucking Michigan or Ohio, <laughs> which yeah. is even weirder than Michigan. <laughs> yeah. And welcome, and we are so happy to have you here. I but I want to know what a genius fucking does when they're just trying to kick back. <laughs> so I. I watched this show called Sense Eight that was also by. It's the a Wachowskis. sci-fi. So you only do sci-fi. You're like I'm sci-fi. That's where I go. Um, do you like Star Trek original sixties? That's my shit. I like Next Generation. So, tell us about this. I show. like the board. Next Gen's dude. good if you want to go to sleep. Let her tell a story. About no, she's going. This. Give Come me. Come on. Lay it on so me. It's about like it's about eight people born on the same day all across the world from mm. different ethnicities mm, cultures. like me my mom my dad my sister sorry <laughs> and um they share these oh yeah these thoughts or at the same time and then they somehow meet each other and they find out that they're part of this cluster it's beautiful it's like shares, robert altman 4.0 that shares thoughts and feelings and sensations wow. yeah do you so you're like a, a do, what do you do you watch like black mirror and shit um, don't lie. No, actually, you don't no. watch it. I don't like it either. I, I, I don't think it's very 
artfully done. I think it's morbid. I think they have a morbid sense of life, honestly. Star Trek, 1967, 68. Would you do that for me? I think I think all people that are philosophers and like children of science, they need to (laughs) be watching. They need to be watching the original Star Trek series. It's the most. Dude, that shit was ahead of its time. Will you do this for me? Oh, Come sure, on. Sure. I gave you my apartment for the night. <laughs> yes. The least you can do is watch the fucking Star yes, Trek. I will when I have free time. I probably <sighs> yeah, you're she's so getting busy. a fucking law degree. But she doesn't have time to watch TV. During during spring break, I will watch. Girl, you yeah, when all of, her, all of her friends are going to Cancun, Mexico, she's wild. at home fulfilling your assignment. No, no, no. This girl's she going to get wild when she gets her free time, though. <laughs> this She's going to cut loose. She's going to cut loose. Mark my words. Um, uh, so, by the way, uh, Wan Young, um, <laughs> Alex is a filmmaker, and she's making a film. Yeah, not just so. She's making a film about alienated young men who are extremely online. Sometimes they're called. Yes, ins- yes you I know of it? Or no, I heard. I'd she's love, talking I'd love about to send you a screener. Before. I just wanted to give you some background on who this uh, wild young woman is to my left here. I'm not wild. So you I'm know. Just, so you know the background. I'm just a person. <laughs> you're great. It. You're great. I think you're 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 very you're making a lot of self-deprecating comments about your presence in this podcast, but it's wonderful. Academics need more people like you, honestly, yeah. to energize and to stimulate. You know, <laughs> so honestly, like I, I genuinely think that well, ha- having a conversation the four of us with someone like you, who you're just kind of like a dynamo and like you don't see yourself as an intellectual, but you have tons of ideas and you're kind of high energy. I- like you're you're a more productive kind of presence for an academic intellectual setting. Than half of the people who are yeah. teaching college level philosophy. I'm the lube. Oh, yeah. I'm the lube. I'm the lube. But also, do you guys <laughs> like the Muppet Show? Yeah, I do. So, no, like, not me. she's like the professor, and I'm Beaker. Oh Remember yeah, Beaker. Be- yeah, Beaker, Beaker. Meep, 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 Yeah, it's cute. And you gotta have Beaker there to just level out the professor, and maybe you're the, the professor. Professor, you're the professor looks like a split pea. He's no professor's t- no, that guy's tight. He's the smartest he Muppet of all the Muppets. Oh, yeah, he is. Don't diss, but Him actually, but, the grouch, but actually, but the but is, actually is Beaker is Wait, smarter than the professor. No, Beaker is smarter. He's just uh, he's on the spectrum and he's sort of he's like Asperger's. He oh, yeah, he's definitely a. He's definitely an autist. This is, I took this in such a stupid direction. So did you do any classes with Nick Land at the New Center? No. No, I came after him. Who is and Nick? Wait, Nick Land. I know who Nick Land Nick is. Land, but yeah. you know what I want? I what? want people to stop talking about Nick Land, and I want people to just assume for one moment that one person outside of the circle, one single mother, crazy motherfucker from the outside, listens to the show and doesn't know who Nick Land is. I want to hear it in your own words. Who Nick Land is. Yeah, Thank sure. You. He's a British philosopher who went off the deep end, moved to Shanghai, China. And he used to be a kind of left-leaning, kind of 1990s uh, kind of cyber culture theorist and then becomes a kind of hard-right uh, neo-reactionary accelerationist. And uh, he, he now... Is he a he, chick now? No, no. he's not. All uh, right. But he now conducts his philosophical research purely on the internet uh through through blogs and books that he writes pretty much on his own he writes tour guides yeah i just i don't think he does anymore i think he used to yeah um as part of his does he look like one of the wachowski sisters probably not no i think he's a uh what do you think he looks like yeah choose my words he looks like hp lovecraft let's do a fun game that's what he looks like. oh you already know what he looks like what do you think bap looks like 
It's a good question. I don't Still know. a mystery to me. I think. I think he looks like a fucking. I think he's like a forty. No, I think he's like a forty-four-year-old Nothing like gay he, man. Well, he is. That's what I imagine. Yeah, I mean, Everyone's I, like, I, "This guy's probably, young." I'm like, "No, he's not. This yeah. dude's in his forties. Gotta be." You guys can report back. You can at us at uh, uh, Barrett's account or <laughs> oh, yeah. Justin Murphy's. Certainly not mine, um, and not and not and not hers either because she's a bystander. But um, so I missed a lot. Obviously, are you studying for your PhD? She already has a PhD. So now, why the fuck are you still in school? I don't understand. 2018, nice. Um, I just wanted to. Now she wants to be a lawyer. She wants to be a lawyer. Oh, now you're just overachieving. You're just like, oh, I have my PhD, but maybe I'll just live like a hundred lives in the course of one life. Well, she's like other people only live one life. Is that what you're doing? She's like, I pretty much saw I solved the problem of phenomenology. Now I'm going to move on to like other battles, like helping workers and their their rights and shit. She's lit. No, she's like (laughs) the people that make society move forward. Uh, yeah, and she's only bullshit. yeah, exactly. She's only twenty six. She has a PhD, and she's gonna be a lawyer, and she's only twenty six. That's what's up. I just hope that you are treating yourself to like nice massages and facials, <laughs> and not always being stressed out all so the time. Law school is like fifteen credits, and it depends on how you use your time. And uh, you have lots of free time to. Do you party though? No, I do not. Like, what's your version of partying? It's like watching Sense8? No, because that has... It's very strange. They have these sex scenes, these, like, group sex scenes, and... And I don't you're know. like, I can't, <laughs> even right now. Yeah. So... We well, gotta work on that. We're Scott Racy. You're in LA now. You wanna meet Bohemians? You're gonna so, see. Yeah. You're gonna be seeing no, a lot. Don't, you're gonna don't, be uncomfortable. Don't let them corrupt you. You can. <laughs> don't let them corrupt you. I'm just Stay kidding. Pure. I'm just Stay kidding. Pure. I'm just kidding. I have a question, uh, Wan Young. Do, what are you expecting for the based mansion? So we're we, we're this is. Oh third, yeah, this, she's going so, to the based so, mansion. So I'm th- fine. So oh for, God. For people who are listening to this late, for people who are listening to this much later, uh, right now it's Thursday night. So the event with Moldbug uh, doing the live show, it won't be until tomorrow from the time we're recording this. And then after that, um, there's about 15 people from the internet who are staying with me in a mansion that I rented. From and this the is internet. my first time ever doing anything like this. It's just a kind of batshit bonkers experiment. Uh, but Wan Young is one of the uh, 15 or so very courageous uh, open-minded people who signed up for this experiment. So I'm just curious to get your imp- your your initial expectations and impressions. Like, what do you think it will be like, or what are you hoping it'll be like? Um. So you, I was I was reading your your email that you sent out to people, and I think that people can um, they should allow themselves to recharge mm. from all of the high intensity mm. social activities, but when they convene, I guess wild ideas will pop forth from their minds. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, that's certainly what I'm hoping for. That's what I, I'm, that's what I'm into. Okay. Nice. Cool. Barrett. Yeah. You just picked up the mic. You want to. Oh, I, 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 I just, no, I still miss you. Yeah. No, yeah. yeah. Now there's a gate. No, you're good. what no. intellectual? No, your ideas are very—they're yeah. valid. And 
You did a great job. Yeah, earlier today I did a podcast with Alex one-on-one about her movie. Oh. And it was cool. Uh, but this is, no, this is great. And in fact, now that you're in the kitchen, Alex, we all feel an, a big Alex-sized hole in the conversation. Yeah. I picked up the mic and I didn't even know what to say. <laughs> Yeah, you know, yeah, as an enlightened philosopher guardian of the society, I don't I don't I don't want to drop too much knowledge on them too quickly. I, I might break their brains. I might break their brains. You know, and like you know, we're all feminists here, obviously. You know, sometimes I just wanna be like, What moisturizer do you use? You know, like sometimes that's fine. That's perfectly fine. It was it was actually really funny when I announced that um I was going to be helping sort of like organize this event. Like I heard rumblings from like half the people in the news center and they were like, Oh, I want nothing to do with that. And so I, I, I was like, I, so, so we were just talking it's about, like an, it's like an all, it's like an all academic. So, so it's funny because I, one of these, one of these people, these kind of like these cringy canceler kind of just careerist hanger on kind of people's that, that like, they they I messaged them privately after sort of like bad mouthing and trashing like everyone involved in the thing <laughs> on my Facebook post page. And and I was like I was like, no, I specifically asked if there were any like non identity politic sort of like well read kind of left leaning people if they'd like to join. I was like, who are the people that you mentioned? And they were all like, you know, new center like SJWs. And I was like, oh, I, well, what, what, like, I was like, what did I just tell you? This isn't for you. Like, this is not for people like you. I don't give a fuck about your opinion because your ideas just on a basic level, you, you can use the word wetware as much as you possibly want. You're still a retard, you know, like that. That's literally what I think about you. And I, I just said that I was like, so, you know, like, come at me, bitch. Like, I'm not going to call you a bro because you're not threatening enough to even use that word but like that's basically what what happens with these people it's like so like if you want to get down to this like non-pedantic philosophical talk like you know i went from talking about edith stein and phenomenology and now i'm using words like bitch and like whatever and you know exerting uh all these signs of traditional toxic masculinity um because you know we're all complicated we all we all have different sides. We, we L-M-A-O. Hell yeah. There we go. L-M-A-O. So, so, I, so I think, I, so one of the things I think that's really funny is like getting back to the whole Alex thing is like, yeah, like why don't, like why can't we just talk to each other like that? Why exactly. do, why or as do Rodney we, King said, can't like, we all just get along? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's exactly right. Like, it's I, like, uh, I want to just do PCP getting beaten half to death by the police after resisting arrest. And then I want subsequently an innocent man who is also a dumbass to get beaten up by the police. And then I want to go on the news and say, can't we all just get along? That's my aspiration. I think that it's very possible in the next few years for you. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely attainable. Well, you know what? Like Plato's Rodney King better than Reginald Denny for the record. You know, Plato's symposium. You know Plato's Symposium. You know, like what they used to do back in the day. They like get they fuck get to, little boys. Well, yeah, that's one thing among others. But uh, twenty four seven. They would get together and just eat mad food, 
uh, they would l- lean back in fucking recliners and barf and just, in each other's buttholes, and uh, and they would just talk shit. They would just talk mad shit. Yeah, and and you know I'm 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 yeah, sim- but I'm simplifying. They didn't even know but, like where poop came from. Like they don't they don't get to like I don't know why we're all freaking out about these dudes. They're just like they're like what is wind? Like I can't I can't fuck with that. Like I get it. Like what's the meaning of life? I don't know. Like. I like I mean, how I like how Alex went from never having done a podcast or interview ever, literally, as of this morning, and now she's like loving it, and she's like completely in the zone now, and she's, she's like great. Now I'm she's a, a total natural. No, 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 no. Am I right though? It seems like now no, you really love awesome. it. You're like, give me that fucking microphone. I'm getting it back on this podcast. I've been, I feel like I've been doing a podcast my whole life now, yeah. except no one was listening, and now still no one's listening, but which is the funny part. And they're gonna be people. like, it's not gonna be good for me. Yeah, well, I say too much. Do? What are they going to do? Nothing. Yeah, sue me. Hey. Well, it's just like Barry was saying before. Hey. Like, what the fuck are some new center sue people going to do to him? Nothing, right? This is about exit instead well, of voice. Well, if you don't voice. have any like, money, not... no one gets to sue you. That's the fun part about suing. It's okay, like, Alex. You... Wait, what's... This is about exit instead of yeah, voice. Shut up, shut up. Like, no. no one here is trying to convince some loser to, like, sign on to their project. The whole point of everything most of us in this room are doing is just saying bye-bye, losers. I'm going to do what I want. You can't really stop me. You don't have to like it. You can talk shit and you can choose yeah. to give me no support, but bye-bye. I don't care. You have nothing to hold over me. Yeah, but also the only legit person here is Kwon Young, right? Depends what you mean by <laughs> legit. Yeah. Like, she's like, she could be on Joe Rogan right now and we're all Jamie. And there's no <laughs> Joe Rogan. No, so there are people who say that European graduate school is like not a real school. Oh, do people say that? I always uh, have a lot of respect for them. It's just like their accreditation is you're they only too have deep it in your bubble, in, girl. They only have it in Switzerland or something. Oh, and really? Yeah. We're in and Hollywood so, now. We're not talking about academia. Yeah, that's true. In Hollywood, you're a crossover artist now. Everything's and you have fake to get in used Hollywood. To it. You need to start working on your pop psychology book now, dude. We should just create because, a PhD program here look, in Hollywood. And oh no yeah. One, yeah. You can be as smart as you are, but I'm saying that's the mastery is that you're not confined to just being an intellectual, dealing with intellectuals forever. You already understand the secrets of the universe, so you can just master any fucking scenario. So, and that's what you should be doing. You should be choosing your own adventure. And look at you. You're here from fucking Toledo. I mean, what the fuck? There's like some like, uh, wait, what's your degree in again? I don't know. My mind's Philosophy, blown. Philosophy, art, and critical thought. Yeah, but now you're becoming yeah. a lawyer. It's just like... Hell yeah. None of this... Ma- this is all just fun and games. This is all bonus for you. You've already <laughs> done more than... Wait, you've already done more than like all, like maybe everyone in this room combined. And you're not older than us. Yeah, yeah. I got my... Uh, P- you're not older than us. I got That's my, all I'll I got my PhD when I was 28 and I thought I was hot shit for being relatively like quick Yeah, but that. now you're, you're but, 26. But now you're a podcast host and she's gonna like change the fucking world. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Look, like, you're gonna change it. We're all, we're all changing the world. We're all changing the world. We're I'm not changing, changing the, the fucking world. world. I'm just saying. I'm so over that. I'm not trying to change the world. The best, I'm just trying to have fun and like come up with some good ideas. The thing yeah. is to turn the spotlight on I'm people a great time. who are that's never, exp- that's the great, that's the grand, like, that's why this is so good is like taking people who are so diligently working, not trying to get fucking attention, not trying to do any of that shit. And they're just focused, focused, focused. And then 
what I found is when you turn a camera, yeah, the cat's but inevitably, shit. But inevitably, but like, if you do something, if you that, do, it's kind of um, you should take advantage of the opportunity. You know, in in that. It's a really grand thing when you get to interview people that aren't looking to be interviewed, who are just sort of quietly doing the important work of the world. And I appreciate you talking right. to us here tonight. Thank you so much. And Huge flying in, and I'm sure you're tired, and it's just, it's... Yeah. I should stop talking so you can talk more because no, it's I, amazing. Cheers. Cheers to that. In silence. No, it's good. It's good. It's not great for a podcast. It's all good. Silence is good. Frantic energy and high volume is good. Start a podcast called the Silence Podcast, where none of us say anything and we just. That'd be impossible. (laughs) No, you know what? Honestly, the one of the no, honestly, one of the hard things about podcasting. Barrett's like, I don't know if I like her anymore after this podcast. No, I I love you. I like you more than ever. One of the hard things about podcasting is being comfortable with the silence. There's going to be silent moments. It's yeah, okay. no, there's okay. not. There's yeah, called editing. Okay. We're just hanging out. I mean, be silent yeah. moments. It's good. It gives people time. I'm to having think. fun. I'm like learning. I'm like learning shit. So this is stupid, but can we loop back around to my retarded idea as a five year old? That is there a possibility that if you set all spirituality aside and you set reincarnation aside, and if you just accept maybe the principle that maybe like. The universe is infinite, right? Is it not that weird that we're living the same life over and over again and that there might not even be any spiritual meaning to it and that we're all just fucking trapped in some science, fucking physics, astrophysics, yeah, but, time, but space, what a, hell, forever? But, what a, we living but, our but, life? but metaphysics, but metaphysics can serve... I mean, I am think, I being Jay and Silent Bob right it, now? Well, or is this making well, sense? Know, metaphysics serves a biological function as well. Like, there is actually, like, some... There's like a there's a there's a necess there's a human necessity to it. You know what I mean? It's like let's just put it this way. You know, you have all this excess energy. You sit around all day. You use it. You develop second order thinking, the ability to think about thinking. What do you fucking do with it? I mean, you start a religion. You you create these like aesthetic spaces for people to like come together in so that you can somehow it's like called culture. Hi. It's called, it's called culture. Everyone who's talking what, about God but, is being but, disingenuous. But culture, like, but you can distill like culture into like these really simple things. Like basically it's like, what you want a place, you want to reproduce, you want to have sex, you want to do all these other things, you I know, just it's just like, like, eat, breathe. That is. But like when you're, what, what the reason you get into theory and philosophy and all this shit is because you're kind of like you're you know you're kind of like the I don't want to say leftovers but like you don't have these other ways like for me it's like I'm too fucking weird to fit in to society to get those things any other way yeah you and every other fucking artist that ever did anything cool ever like you're not special because I know because you're weird I just I just told you I'm not special I, yeah, I know I and am. And you are weird, and you are smart, <laughs> but don't don't act like you're the first guy ever to be weird and smart. Because I'm not. What I'm saying is, I'm I'm basically just some like reincarnated archetype of my own. That like we all are in our own weird fucking ways. It's like we get in where we fit in. You know, like all that's I have basically to say is, it. What the bleep do we know? <laughs> 
You know, I don't know shit. I, I know, I know mad shit, yo. I, I, all, <laughs> I know is, all I know Quinn is Young, there are things did you ever I've watch done what the that if do I keep we know? doing them, I no, like the results, and then there are things that I've done where if it's I keep like doing them, I don't like the result, and I just keep like, made about what else oh, can wait, I? You know, like, Nicole yeah. kind of made it, and they Basically, got Marley yeah, Matlin, like, like not, the deaf actress. I'm not overthinking it. All right, we have three conversations going at once. All right, so I want to talk to. Well, I guess if she hasn't seen what the bleep do we know, I guess the the conversation ends there. I'm not Joe Rogan. I'm not here to talk about what the bleep do we know. But I'm saying, what are your chances that you're going to watch Star Trek this week? Um, Not this week, but next week. Maybe like 75% next week? Um, So... Do I just rent it from the library? No, you can look at it on Netflix. Okay. I, do you have I, Netflix? Yeah, I do. Let's exchange information. I'll, I'll send you a link to uh, Star Trek. Okay. <laughs> I don't, I'm not pushing it on you for any reason other than uh, there is no reason. I'm just trying to bridge the gap until someone else chimes in and says something. Um, Chiming in. So Chiming in. Tell me about Toledo and life in Toledo. Do you live with your family? Do you live alone? Are you just going to school there? I know I might be covering some ground you already covered, but... Oh, so my family lives in Michigan, in Ann Arbor, which is like... Where Iggy Pop is from. Very punk. Very punk. It's nice. MC5 and other boomerisms. Yeah, and I live in Toledo with two other roommates. One of them is from... The Congo. Wow. Wayne Kramer's a prick, by the yeah, way. Yeah, fuck that guy, dude. All right, let's stay on track. The main let's guy died, track. so you know when the Warren, main guy dies, Warren, the other guy Warren. just ends, acts like he's the main guy. Right, fuck that shit. Question, let her answer. She's, Christ almighty. It's about Ann Arbor. Okay, she's talking about her roommate. Your room. Why do you even um, have a roommate? You're a genius. I... No, seriously, I want to hear the... Please, go on. Wanya. So I was looking at these student housing options and um, I guess they have they have ones that are so I like to stick by a certain budget nice. and um, very good I pay around like $530 a month and I have two other roommates so nice. what so and so and you're on the track that you're on with the academic history that you have and becoming a lawyer how do you, like, so when do you officially become a lawyer? You're going to obviously take the bar, blah, blah, blah. But what happens if Kwan Young gets rich? Then what does she do? How would I get rich from... Because you could be rich, girl. Don't pretend. You, you could blow this shit as a lawyer. up. You got rich as a lawyer, right? Yeah, as, as a lawyer, I could. But before I be a lawyer... Don't be too humble. And her name is pronounced Kwan Young. Kwan Young. It's okay. You only said it once. Well, twice. yeah, like a hundred fucking times. Thanks. Well, you haven't seen one young, so it's an honest. Okay, mistake. one young. Yeah. Sorry for mispronouncing your name. It's fine. It's two, so that's like twice as hard as one name. It's fine. It's fine. So you might get rich if you're a lawyer. So what would yeah. you do? That's pretty cool. Why don't you become like a big badass? Like, why don't you like run for office? Dude, I'm going to need a lawyer. I'm probably going to need a lawyer eventually. I got you. (laughs) I got you, Murph. I'll I'll provide pro bono services to all my friends. Let's push this shit to the edge. Why don't you do like a fucking best-selling book? Why don't you fucking like blow your shit up? You could do it. I'm not attracted to like... You don't want attention. I don't want fucking attention. It's for your work. It's 
not for you. Let her answer. Yeah. Let her answer. All right. I'll what are you not that. attracted to? Um, big money and um, lobbying and big corporations. But yeah, I don't know. I I guess I interviewed with some law firm and they had some position where they were paying a lot of money and the work they seemed to be doing was interesting. But I didn't know if it was for me. <laughs> yeah. I hear that. I'm I'm kind of like instinctively repulsed by money and power and like even like just being in LA, I have to be honest. It's yeah. kind of it it's kind I get the attraction, but it just kind of feels creepy. Like I don't like That's I, all I really don't That's like. all yourself. That's all you Yeah, maybe it is. Maybe it is. I'm just I'm, saying I'm the same way. I'm the same yeah, way. I'm yeah. relating with you. So I'm not saying it like listen, sweetie. I'm saying like, <laughs> bro, I feel you. I know that yeah, feel. Yeah. And I'm saying the difference is that there are a lot of people that are stupider than me, you, and Wan Young. Yes. And they're being heard. Right. They're being seen. And you're like, I'm going to get a piece of that because I deserve it. No, because it doesn't, you don't have to whore yourself. You don't have to be like a garbage person and do it. Like now we're entering the age where like you could ostensibly, you mean you already written a book, right? Mm-hmm. You could write another book after you maybe, you know, reach your next goal and you have time and it makes sense to you. And ostensibly you could make a great impact with that book. And wouldn't you want it to make the biggest possible impact? If it was for a good cause. Yes. Yes. You just have to decide what that is. Dissemination is the good cause because you're good fundamentally. So if you're good fundamentally, Capitalism works in your favor. If you're bad, fundamentally, capitalism is bad for society. But if you're a good person, capitalism works well. I disagree. <laughs> yeah, but no, merit. Well, capitalism is a meritocracy, but it's a flawed meritocracy, right? I, I would say. It's- I think that this woman could write a really powerful book, spiritually, <laughs> scientifically, <laughs> and that she. Maybe. Maybe it's just but why spread your message only to academics? That's what I'm saying. She's gonna write. She's gonna write an amazing. She's gonna write an amazing, valuable book about how fucking crazy we are and this like ridiculous situation. Yeah, but if nobody reads it, it doesn't matter. She's gonna write a whole memoir about the insane trip she took to L.A. and like the the trouble she found herself in. Oh my God, why did I go to this event in L.A.? But why? But why do we judge things based on their sort of financial? Why do we judge things on by Monetary I'm like, means alone. I'm talking coherently like, because I'm usually in, in bed by this. Time. You're by far the most coherent person speaking yeah, yeah, tonight. Yeah. So I'm I'm starting to feel loopy. I'm kind of okay. honestly kind of yeah. tired. <laughs> I'm kind of tired. You're in LA. You came all this way. You might as well have a weird experience that's outside of what you're used to. I mean, that's why you came here, isn't it? As long as there's no pot. As long as there's no pot. what? I'm not no pot. Oh, it's because you said smoke them if you got them. That's just a phrase. That's just an okay. expression. No, yeah. I mean, you're here obviously out of a sense of adventure, so I know it exists within you. No, this is an intellectual adventure, not a substance no, adventure. You came to L.A. You don't come to L.A. for your intellectual adventure. You come here to fucking, like, be a human. Well, this is what it is. You're being a human right now. Intellectual human activity. And you're more <laughs> than just your brilliant thoughts. You're, there's, there's other things. There's all these other things that you share in common with humanity. I know. 
Thank you for your room, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, I'm so, no, I'm so happy to have you there. I didn't. That was very, very kind of you to offer your room. It's not, yes. it's not that kind. Because we were going to, because Wan Young was going to come to. And the sheets are all clean. I just cleaned them. Yesterday, uh, no one's even slept on those sheets. And that bottle of Evian is just for you, girlfriend. Oh, thank you. There you go. She was going to sleep on our floor, which would not have no. been. Very, no, actually, we had a we had an air mattress for you is what it was going to be. But now you have your own room. It's much better for you. So, yes. All right. I think we should wrap this baby well, up. I dom- this I, I, fun. I'm sorry for dominating. No. Did I dominate it? No, you were great. Barry, are you mad at me? Your own, no. no, my only little bit of constructive criticism for you, Alex. Shut with, the fuck with, up. No, no, no. Not even that. With podcasts is just letting people speak when you ask them something you know it's like it's a huge problem for me yeah like you jump in a lot like when they're in the middle of a sentence you like go to the next question <laughs> well, like, can we cut this from the podcast definitely not it's not my style uh, it's just uh no editing it's my style but it's fine no but you told me you were gonna edit things for yours but that's oh. only because yours was special and i know you have a high touch so now i mean chastise on the air no i said constructive criticism you've given me plenty of that in this conversation thank you very much it's true. It's only fair. No, you're great. This was really fun, and you're you're you're, you're even, fun to I podcast guess. with. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm just I'm sleepy. Good any experiment. Last, any yeah. last words, great. For you, uh, no. This was fun. Did, did you have fun? We'll see. Oh, are you? Upset oh, with me come I give on. You a little constructive criticism. No, 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 I like the constructive criticism, but I don't know how much I'm gonna like the podcast. No, this was awesome. This was like good listening. I actually really like this one. Um, I think more podcasts should be like. Yeah, this. it's hard to. Explain. I do talk too much. Can we just edit all of my lines out? No, no, really no, 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 no. They, no, they're you, good. You really don't talk. You really don't talk too much. I think you have to let other people respond. But other than that, it was awesome, and I appreciate that. You're a dynamo, and it's a valuable asset to have for a podcast. In fact, to be to, to be a hundred percent honest with you, Alex, I've been like looking for someone like you in my podcasting world. I'm not kidding. So I'm really glad that we met. I'm really glad that you're participating in some of my creative endeavors. Seriously? I almost started singing Dreamweaver <laughs> from Wayne's World, but I didn't start singing it. You could. Even that. This has been really special. I would allow. It's been fun. I'm get, I'm just too sleepy to carry on, so good, I'm going to get less night. and less coherent as we go. Uh, Wan Young, thank you for being such a good sport. You're very welcome. Thank you, you did Wan say Young. That, you did say that you're you found amazing. this fun. I hope you're not just yes. being nice. Yeah, I did find this very um, engaging. Cool. Yes, well, you've been a great sport because uh, it is late and you've traveled a lot. I just thought it'd be fun to welcome you aboard in this in this way, <laughs> and uh, I wanted to get to know you better. So we definitely accomplished that. So that's cool. And thanks for being a good sport, Ben. Thanks for helping out as always. And Barrett, thanks for uh, putting it. Thanks for hosting this in your home this evening, Barrett. And um, yeah, we got a big day tomorrow. We got a yeah. quite quite an epic event to to execute. So and can we just bleep my name out of no, this podcast? Why? No, it's great. I'm trying to sell a movie, bro. You did. You, you can't you, sell it. You can't just tag that on at the end of like a, a wild romp of a conversation. Oh yeah, can you please like edit out all of my parts, please? Come on, this is gonna help you sell a movie. I think so. People love listening to like it's the mirth wild. says it. It's so it so so spaketh the mirth. <laughs> So it comes true. There you go. Okay, great. I, just, well, I, just, I just want to make sure you know that. <laughs> it's kind of counterintuitive, but people actually really do like listening to wild podcasts with like multiple people saying different things, and it's a bit chaotic. It's just kind of entertaining. It wasn't that chaotic. Uh, it was pretty damn chaotic, but in a good way. 
Chaotic good, not chaotic evil. It was like the the Democratic debate from a few nights ago. Everyone's talking about that shit. Yes. All right, everybody. Good night. Good night. Over and out. (laughs) Thank you, Wan Young, star of the night. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. If you thought that was cool, then don't forget to subscribe. And it would be even cooler if you left a review. I'd appreciate that. And yeah, just to learn more about what I'm up to, you can check out theotherlifenow.com. That's all. And I will see you around the internet.